Well, hello, everybody. Blessings of peace on you in the mighty name of King Jesus. Welcome, 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 my friends, to everybody that's listening on our podcast, Experiencing Real Life podcast that we put out there every single week. And you can sign up for that by going to TroyBrewer.com if you have it. And I'm going to tell you, man, we have a great growing group of, of podcast listeners all over the planet Earth, man. And I bless you. And you're really going to love this. And for everybody that's listening on the radio, wow, that must mean it's Friday. Man, you made it to Friday. Yay, it's Friday. Well, we call this a podcast broadcast, and I call you blessed in Jesus' name. Friends, I'm coming at you from the studio here in Open Door Church in Burleson, Texas. It's it's not much. It's a homey little place. I mean, it's got, it looks really cool. If you ever get to do a tour here at Open Door, it's a, it's a cool little place. I literally have a guitar chandelier here that my wife made. It's a little tiny room, though. It actually was the girls' bathroom is what it was. Did you know that, Jerry? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, no, this was, that's why there's a drain on the floor. Well, you can't see it because there's a Covered up, yeah. yeah. But there's a, this was the girls' bathroom, and then that was the boys' bathroom back here, that the 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 actual master room in there where, uh, what's your name, man? Mason. Mason, yeah. <laughs> our, our radio dude. Yeah. <laughs> so where Brother Mason's at. And uh, anyway, yeah, these were bathrooms back here, and we converted them into studios. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I never crazy. knew that. I mean, yeah. I've been around here since we've been in here. Well, friends, I, I am here in the studio today with my executive pastor, Pastor Jerry Sellers. Hello, Jerry. How are you today, buddy? Man, I'm doing great, Troy. And uh, it's just a blessed day to be alive. It is. Man, we're we're doing really good. And I thought, uh, you know, you was just kind of walking by. I'm like, hey, man, you want to come in here and do a podcast with me? We're completely unprepared to do this because I, I didn't know I needed to do a podcast. But I know something that you and I can talk about that will really help people. And it really has to do with how we have managed our way through the year 2020. Yeah. What an incredible year this has been. I, I would say it's it's a really unique year. Coming into the year, we had no idea we'd be where we're at today yep. Yep. with all the different challenges that have been thrown at not only the world, but specifically the church. But I would say, man, it's probably been our, our greatest year of ministry ever. Okay, so that's the land of Goshen experience right yeah, there. Yeah, come on, tell us about you know, that. So right on. So the Lord told me to prophesy that at the beginning of the you year. You sure did, man. And we did. And and again, I I am the first to tell everybody. I didn't have a clue, even though I'm a prophetic person. We have I have I mentor nearly a thousand people a week now in something called the prophetic life. And by the way, if you're not a part of that, <laughs> go to TroyBurr.com and become Plug. A person, it's it's really I I pull Troy aside all the time. I'm sorry, getting off the subject, but I say, hey, when it comes to prophetic like this, teach me, tell me, show me how you got here or how you maneuver through that, and that's what you get in the prophetic life, multiple times during a week, yep. eight dollars and eighty eight cents a month. That's right, it's, which is a numerical value from the name Jesus. Jesus right? Yes. So right on. So now it's just it's just eight eighty eight. But but with that said, and and I, I wouldn't even charge that. But it would just be silly not to. Exactly. You know, it would just be silly not to. I mean, we put a lot of hard work into that, and we have employees and we have yes. stuff. And so, anyway, we want to make it. We want to make it affordable to everybody, but we also wanted people to make a commitment to be yeah. a part of it because Get some we're skin so in the game. 
So, uh, yeah, I didn't have a clue that the coronavirus is going to happen. Like, well, you're not very prophetic. No, you know what's real is everybody prophesies in part, and Jesus gives you a part, right? Yeah. According to a measure of faith, the Word of God says. Right on. And we just get a part, and the part that I got was a big-time word talking about the land of Goshen, that whatever darkness comes upon the land this year, that the Lord says that you're going to be in the midst of the light, and you need to claim that word. Also prophesied big time about the year of the pay, which is the year of the mouth. Yes. Um, when they say when they say no, 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 God says go, go, go. 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 I had no idea that the entire body of Jesus worldwide was going to be facing worldwide lockdown, mandatory quarantine at your house because of the plague at Passover. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude. The first year, the whole entire world observed Passover since the original Passover back in Egypt. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, and that goes a long ways back, right? So, I mean, it's the first time ever, first time that that's ever happened. And we're like, okay, man, this is serious business. Um, whenever whenever we first, uh, whenever this thing first started coming out and it became apparent that, okay, everybody's panicking, uh, the left is insisting that everybody panic. And we know where that is going, and everybody's going to have to process this, and we don't know how long it's going to take to process this. Uh, I remember the day that uh, we found out that Johnson County, Texas, was closing all the churches down. Yeah. And I never thought I'd see that day. Never. I, you know, I, I mean, okay, so here it is. It's here. And I remember all you guys looking at me like, okay, boss, what are we going to do? I, and I remember that because, man, I'm, I'm, I'm old school in some areas. Uh, as as Pastor Troy loves to say, I'm a diehard Texan. Texans don't surrender. Yeah. We just don't. But I remember looking at you as the the senior leader, uh, looking at you, okay, what are you hearing from the Lord? And, and you said this, and I'll never forget this. He said, in the midst of this, we are still the church, but we've got to choose the right battles to fight. And fighting... Fighting the ability whether to stay open or not is not the battle at this moment. We will fight that battle, but right now it's not. So what can we still do, even though we may not be able to inside the building to meet, but what can we still do? And I believe that the Lord was speaking to you so much wisdom, and it really propelled us because we always respond to crises at Open Door Church. We do so much ministry, so much outreach, not only locally but worldwide. So we are already equipped to minister to the needs but that right there really pushed us outside. And you came along not too much longer and saying, you know what? We are going through a qualifier season. Yep. And I believe we passed the test according to your leadership and direction. Oh, I hope so, Jerry. I really do, man. I mean, I, I led the best I could. and I still am. You're leading the best you can. We're all doing the very best we can. And I mean, we certainly haven't, certainly haven't, it has not been flawless by any no. means. I mean, it hasn't been flawless. But we did, we did decide from the, very, from the very beginning, okay, do we want that to be our battle? Because what I want, because I know the crucial role that we have in feeding people, helping people, clothing people, giving people homes, all those kinds of things. And I, I just looked at it and went, that's fixing to be bigger than it's ever been before. And I want to make sure that we're able to fight that battle. And if we just get rebellious and just say, no, we understand what the Constitution of the United States says. We know what the First Amendment says. We know that Congress shall pass no law that keeps us from peaceably assembling. We know that. And But I'm like, you know what? We'll get to that right now. Let's be about being the hands and feet of King Jesus in the midst of hurting people's lives. And then when we have to defend ourselves, we will. But, of course, it never came to that because we live in Texas. And I think, let's see, we closed down. Let's see, Texas closed this down. What I don't remember. It was the end of March. It was the end of March. It was right before Easter. 
It was right before Easter. It yes. sure was. And then we opened up again on Mother's Day. Exactly. I think we were down actually a total of six weeks. Yep. So during that six weeks, what we decided to do was this. Since we can't go in the building, nobody can keep us from going outside. Now, now they do that. You know, in the People's Republic of California, you know, you can't even gather outside. And if you get caught singing, they'll bust you and they'll they'll fine a pastor ten thousand dollars per person. Yeah. You know, and that kind of that kind of, of demonic nonsense. Antichrist yeah, spirit. Absolutely antichrist spirit. Um, where truth is cast down in the streets and they're just simply showing their agenda to shut down the body of Jesus. They don't want the body of Jesus uh, worshiping Jesus anytime, anyway. Yeah. And of course, they lied about, hey, first of all, it's going to be about as long as the curve is going up, you can't gather. And then once the curve went down, they said, well, as long as anybody is still dying of this virus, you can't. Oh, man, brother, give me a break. So, but that didn't happen here. And, no. and I thank God it didn't. We have very good leadership here in the state of Texas. We have great leadership within our county and uh, Johnson County, Texas. And we actually have a lot of commissioners that actually go to our church. They're county commissioners. Yeah. They was telling us what was going on. Okay, this is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to be enforced. This is, you know, and all that. And we're like, you know what? Let's don't fight that battle. So we didn't fight that battle for six weeks. Now, we still had church. We just moved to the parking lot. We actually moved the food bank from the food bank outreach center actually to the parking lot of Open Door Church. Yeah. And uh, the first Sunday we did that. Do you remember how many people we had? How many people we fed that first Sunday? It was over 2,000 people with all the cars that went through. And yeah. uh, th there was a big need, uh, especially in the grocery stores, because a lot of the grocery stores were running out of product. Yeah, they were out. And so one thing is we got really strategic and wise how we did ministry. We're blessing people in need. It's kind of hard for the city to shut that down. Yep, that's right. And, and you're talking about the commissioners. One thing we did do, and I would encourage you, in times like this, I actually started going to the city council meetings to see what they're saying behind closed doors before it became public. And uh, with us having a relationship with commissioners in our city, we're constantly, uh, almost daily on the phone, what's being said, what are the judges saying and all that, how do we need to prepare? And we also have intel before we ever have to step into a confrontation right. and so forth. So we really prepared ourselves on the forefront of this going into it. And we had to learn how to do that. I'll tell you something else we learned too, is that it wasn't it wasn't easy for city officials and county officials to figure all this out. And we saw, man, these guys, these guys got a job, man. Yeah. And like, wow. And so, it, you know, we it, it was good for us to be a part of that. And I was really proud of you, man, for being a part of that. But we navigated through it by literally just saying we you you already you already said it, Jerry, that we actually our church responds very 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 well to crisis, and yes. we always have been. So it it really didn't offend us that much to move out to the parking lot. No. <laughs> so let's just take this to the streets and let's go. And I think I think the congregation saw us not afraid. Maybe not gathering together within a building, but saw us, okay, we're still going to be the hands of fitted. The ministry of Jesus does not stop because someone says, wear a mask yep. and you can't meet. That's right. And, and I think the, the, um, just the, the sternness, the, the directiveness, the laser focus of the leadership, it bred into the, the congregation. And there, you know, your, your first hashtag, and I want you to say this when the very beginning, you said what we, Hashtag scared. Exactly. And it became a motto. Yeah. We're not scared. Yeah. Uh, there is no fear in perfect love. Perfect love casts out fear. Well, that all that's true. And we even we also moved it 
uh, to the parking lot of the local hospital yes. so that we could feed everybody in the hospital, including all the staff, and encourage them. And then on Easter Sunday, we had a giant food outreach, and it, it made national news on Fox News. Fox News showed up, yeah, and it made literal national news. Well, look, we're going to be talking about our Land of Goshen experience through the year 2020 and how we navigated through it and how we're continuing to deal with those challenges and what that looks like. See you in just a minute. From the very beginning, the Lord has called our tribe to be the hands and the feet of King Jesus to the poor and to the world's most vulnerable. We have been demonstrating the heart of the Lord in at least 53 nations throughout the world by building nearly 100 water wells, schools and homes for orphans, leprosy villages in India, and even now, we are feeding more than 3,000 people every single week right here in the United States through our local food banks. Several years ago, we built a massive effort to save boys and girls from the terrors of sexual slavery. You know, the number of redeemed children is now in the thousands, thousands of kids rescued, and those numbers are growing every single day. When you partner with Troy Brewer Ministries, not only are you helping me preach the gospel, but you're actually helping me demonstrate it through selfless acts of redemption and also helping us see a little boy or a little girl saved in every way that a child can be saved. We know we can't do it alone, so we're asking you to prayerfully consider being a part of our tribe. When you call us today or when you go to troybrewer.com and once you partner with us, not only will you receive the blessing of God for this great kingdom effort, but you will also receive free access to our video teaching platform at troybrewer.tv. It's video on demand, point, click, and have your life change. It's all of my school of ministry, all of my school of prophecy, all of my videos called Numbers That Preach, all of my pulpit teaching, and even all of my conferences with guests from all over the planet Earth. This is our free gift to all of our monthly partners, and I encourage you to take advantage of it. Go to troybrewer.com and partner with us today. Okay, guys, we're back here in the studios at Open Door Church, and I'm here with Pastor Jerry Sellers, he's our executive pastor, and we're talking about this amazing year of 2020 and what a mess it's been. And uh, oh my gosh, it's been a mess. And I'm not saying it hadn't been a mess, but we have seen Jesus in the midst in a tremendous way. We've seen some of the greatest miracles we've ever seen in our whole life this year. We have seen, we're seeing so many people saved. Uh, I was just talking to... Well, we just did a baptism service last Wednesday night. I think we baptized 71 people. 71, yes, sir. Yep. And I was talking. I was just talking to Brother Otis, and it wasn't Otis, it was Les. And Les was telling me, I'm trying to think how many salvations we had, that people that actually signed up for the salvation. Did you hear I it? know the last couple of weeks, one week was 12 and one week was 10. Yeah, I, I honestly think it was 18 on Sunday. Okay, might have been. I haven't heard last Sunday. I'd heard the pre I think two it, previous weeks. I think it was 18. And we're, talk, we're not talking about people that raised their hands. We're talking about people that actually signed up and said, I'm giving my heart to Jesus today. Um, <clears throat> last... Uh, you know, last week we had a conference here. Every single night, the house was completely full. People have been telling us, uh, Pastor Troy, we forget what the world is like whenever we're in this church. 
It's it's been amazing. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about 2020. We're talking about the word that you gave uh, coming into 2020. Uh, one of the words is it's perfect vision, and uh, I think a lot of our success is because one of your one of your greatest strengths uh, as a leader, uh, not only for Open Door Church, Torborough Ministry, but I, I believe you are actually a leader of the body of Christ for this time, is you are a true visionary. And I think one of the reasons why we have we have done a lot of things very well in this time is. I think every movement of God needs a leader and needs a logistics individual, mm-hmm. someone that can take the vision and implement it. And we have a lot of men and women in our church that are great on the logistics sure side. Are, and and you are phenomenal on the leadership side. But 20 also, if I'm not mistaken, 20 also means expectancy. That's right. And I think I think coming in this work uh, in this new year, and all of a sudden in January starting to hear about COVID, and all of a sudden in February it breaks forth, in March we're shut down. We didn't stop expecting, and I think that also is attributed to your just visionary heart. Well, I don't want to take any credit for it, Jerry. Thank you for saying that, but I'm serious, man. I have just been, you and me together, we have all just been like, okay, God, where do you want us and what do you want yeah. us to do? But it's never been an option for us to, for us to shut down, nope. never. And quite I frankly, don't. I don't understand people that have the option to shut down. I don't understand them. I thought, wait a minute, that ain't your church. That belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, no matter what the denomination is. Well, we're just going to close the doors. We're all going to go home, and we'll just try it again next year. You don't have that option. Those are not your choices. No. And I've never felt like that that was a choice that we have. We moved from, I mean, feeding 1,000 people a week into feeding 3,000 people a week. At one point, we're feeding literally 3,000 people a week. Um, all of our all of our works international changed dr- drastically because the borders changed and we've had to fight through that and we've had to figure that out. Our, our wineskins, and this was a huge prophetic word that we yes. gave at the beginning of the year, is yes. the wineskins will change in 2020. I mean, you have to change your wineskin. It's not a new season, it's a new era. And my gosh, man, I had no idea that that was going to look like what it looked like. I mean, I honestly thought that we would have a choice. I, and no, there's no choice. No, sir. Every single church in the world, especially here in the United States, has really had to change its wineskin and say, what can we do and how can we do it? And we've been challenged. And I want to tell you, I think the qualifiers have are the difference between the doers are the people who have fled away in fear and said, the body of Jesus is really not essential. Uh, preaching the gospel is not essential. Uh, being in the hands and feet of Jesus is not essential. The presence of God among us is not essential. Hey, man, uh, we're all going to pack it up and go home. And I'm, I'm very sorry for all the people who have failed that test, but there's a lot of people in America who have failed that test this year. Yeah, and I think the evidence of the anointing and the evidence of the favor and blessing of God that, that we're, we've been invited to and we get to experience is, is because uh, you, uh, the staff, uh, the volunteers, the leadership here of Open Door Church, when you got up that and I think it was early May, you got up and said, get up, get up. And our church never did set down. We adjusted. We we looked at things differently. But honestly, I think we worked in the last six months harder than any oh, yeah. time frame we've ever worked. There's, there's no doubt. In, in, in my mind, I, there's no doubt that we've worked harder in the past six months than we ever have. For all these, you know, I have pastor friends, but I'm telling you, very few of them do I hear, oh, yeah, it's been a big vacation this year. We haven't been able to do anything. No. 
there's a million things to do. You're just going to have to do it differently. Yeah. And you're going to have to be up to the challenge, and you have to not care what the wine scan is. And so we were shut down for six weeks. We had the most – our church was so successful. And again, I, I, if I can just throw into this as well, how you rate your success is really important. And I don't want to just rate my success by point by by clicks. Yeah, I mean you gotta you you can tell what a tree is by the fruit it bears. Is there transformation? Is there lives being changed? Is there are there are there signs, miracles, and wonders happening? Is the spirit of the Lord among us? Are people getting saved? Is is it is it evident that the kingdom is here? Is that evident? And I want to tell you one of the things that really scares me uh, is that people have decided that their that their success meter is now based upon how many clicks they get, and also to how much money comes in, and that's very Laodicean. It is. It's very Laodicean, it brother. You said this Sunday in in uh, the message uh, last week uh, about the essential church, and there's three qualifiers: how you maintain, how you enhance, and is there a true transformation. And I want to tell you something. If we did not respond to the new wineskin change, we not only would not have maintained, we wouldn't have increased, but we definitely wouldn't have seen transformation. And I think that we are walking not, like you said, it's not a new season, it's a new era. We're walking in an era of uh, accelerated transformation. Yes, 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 yes. You know, I, I, uh, I was saying this here a month ago, and people were saying, I, I actually got some hate mail back. You're just jealous because we're getting all these clicks, and you're not. And you're just jealous. And, I mean, we got between, you know, and, I, and I, I'm like, bro, I didn't say I wasn't getting clicks. Yeah. I didn't say I wasn't getting views. I was looking at our analytics last night, and, Jerry, in the past month, in one month, uh, just on the open door, uh, there was 260,000 views. Yeah. And then and, and we're talking about a year ago, if that was twenty thousand views, that would have been a big deal for us. It's Huge. literally ten times. But while while we call that a win for our media team because that's their job, we don't call that the win for the church. The win for the church is how people's lives are changed. Bingo. The win for the church is how people receive Jesus. And while there is a place for media ministry, I mean, this is a radio broadcast, there is a huge place for media ministry. The church cannot just say we're only going to be virtual. You can't do that. You have to literally be laying your hands on people. And and we we opened up a prayer tent this year inside the church sanctuary. And not only did we say, uh, hey, we're not going to wear a hazmat suit. We said, we want to build a room, put you in it if you're sick, and we want to pray for you. Yeah, we didn't social distance. You no, can't we didn't, do that from you the can't, Lord. You can't social distance Jesus away from people. That's crazy. You know, I was thinking too. Also, another thing that that transpired out of this because everything was shutting down, far as big, large gatherings is, we started going to businesses and praying for them during yep, this time. That's exactly right. And businesses started exploding. They started doing great. And I mean, we literally, we just we just ignited all of our prayer teams and said, "Go out to all these businesses and let's pray over all of our businesses. We don't want the businesses in our church to fail. These are families. Yeah, this we is a big deal. We literally took oil, anointed the whole entire property. I mean, dropped oil, put stakes of scripture in the ground. I yeah. even got combated hard. What, what's the deal with stakes of scripture? I said, we don't want to do it. Don't do it. But these guys are getting blessed for it. Maybe I try it. Yeah, right on. <laughs> We're claiming the ground. We're moving exactly up the ancient right. landmarks. That's exactly right. We're not doing anything weird. We're doing this as a prophetic act. Now, yeah. now we do some weird things, but <laughs> we we're not going to gonna invite you to that. I'll tell you that. If that's too weird for you, you can't hang with me. So, listen, I just have just a few minutes left here, Jerry. And I, 
You know, you and I are going to be in California next week. We realize, you know, there's there's 72 radio stations that are listening right now all over the United States, and people have it so differently than what we do. We're so blessed. We are. We're so blessed. And I want to just, just talk to all the churches that are out there and all of you pastors that are listening. Man, hold on. Don't give up. Yes. Please don't walk away. Please yes. don't. Listen, we need you. And I don't care what denomination you are. I don't care if you, you know, how, how big or how little your church is. We need you in this game. Yeah. We need you in this game. The great qualifier is that you're not successful in everything. You're just faithful That's exactly in everything. Right. Yeah, God's, God's not asking you to be successful in all things. God is not asking us to be successful in all things. He is asking us to be fruitful. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Man, we got to be fruitful. We got to be faithful. And and for everybody that's made it this far, come on. Come on, get up. Listen, man, you've made it this far. You got this thing. Do not give in to fear. Do not give up your ministry. Do not give up your church. And be the hands and feet of King Jesus, man. Do that. Yes, sir. Just encourage everybody here to do that. Well, I have just about two minutes left here, and I want to just pray. I want you and I to pray for everybody. Pastor Jerry, why don't you pray for every ministry leader that's listening to us? Yes. So, Father God, we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, the name Thank that you, changes Jesus. the whole situation. God, I pray for every pastor. I pray for every staff. I pray for every person in full-time ministry uh, or bivocational ministry right now that I pray that they would have within them a rise and a moving of the Holy Spirit to rise up and give them courage. You told mm. Joshua in Joshua 1, be strong and courageous three different times. So I challenge the body of Christ at this time, don't go to sleep, don't shut down, don't close up, but be strong and courageous. Yes. God has created you and allowed you to be born for this season. You yes. got to understand that for such a time as this, yes. and God has given you kingdom opportunity, and He's inviting you to change the world, to yes. join Him in what He's doing, even though the world is going nuts. You can have a clear path, you can hear a clear word from the Lord, and you can stand upon the promises of God because yes. they transcend time. Yes, so I ask that, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. I, I just agree and just declare peace and next yes. level wisdom yes. on every single leader yes. that is listening to this. Yes. And I call you blessed, blessed, blessed. May the Lord bless your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. All right, friends. Well, Pastor Jerry Sellers, my executive pastor here at Open Door Church, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for letting me sit in with you. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's fun stuff, man. I'm so, so grateful. All right, guys, that's all the time that I have here for today. And I appreciate you listening to this special podcast. You can sign up for these kinds of podcasts at troybrewer.com or you can call 877-413-0888. Bye-bye, everybody.